Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. And doing research on how to step into our more authentic, real, happy, joyous selves, I stumbled upon a concept called blue skying or blue sky thinking. And it's really just an intellectualized version of staring at the sky and thinking creatively. But let's be honest, we probably need the reminder because when was the last time you actually did that shit? It's probably been a minute. So we're digging deep. Today's resource is a Psychology Today blog post written by Mark Travers. As always, it will be linked in the show notes if you're interested. As you probably guessed, the inspiration for blue sky thinking was looking up at the vast open sky, which symbolizes limitless possibilities. Staring at the vastness at the sky encourages us to think creatively without constraints. And there have been countless studies about how our brains work differently in small, cozy rooms than they do in big, open spaces like libraries versus going outside to think. And there are pros and cons to each. This is why you probably write differently in a big library versus at your desk at home or in a cafe. But this blue skying involves exploring ideas and solutions that aren't inhibited by existing rules or conventions. No matter how impractical or far-fetched something might initially seem, you let those wild ideas soar. 
So often we have such a normative, regular way of problem solving. Maybe you have your advice friend that you call, or maybe you write a pros and cons list, or maybe you stress about it before you go to bed at night, or maybe you're a little bit of all three. But the point of blue sky thinking is to get us out of that normative box. It's to get us into the big, wild expanse of the unknown and start thinking more creatively and bigger and more wildly. (laughs) Obviously, going outside, staring at the sky and thinking about your problem might help. But typically, we can go to some bigger picture prompts to instigate this type of thinking. For instance, you can ask yourself things like, how would I solve this if... I knew I wasn't going to fail. Or how would I solve this if I had unlimited time, money, and power? Or if I was the marketing advisor for this thing I'm doing, how would I market this? Or if there was an app for this, what would that be like? Or what would I create if I could make my own technology? Or if I was magic, what would this look like or feel like? And the idea here is to practice coming up with new innovative ideas rather than coming up with the best or most efficient or most effective idea. It is the opposite of what we've been taught, because it's quantity over quality. And this practice of eccentric thinking is really good for your brain. But this is one of those practices that is actually kind of hard when it comes down to it. Because so many of us are on autopilot. We're simply functioning to survive because there's so much to do, and it's really hard to get it all done. So when you first go to blue sky, think about your next problem, you might have a little creative block and it might be surprisingly difficult to come up with wild ideas, but there are plenty of ways to spark creativity and practice this type of thinking. In fact, a 2023 study found that cultivating curiosity can enhance one's creativity as both traits are linked to being open to new experience. And it makes sense. The more open you are to new ideas and new information, the more it's going to spark that type of creativity in your own mind. Researchers suggest that curiosity arises when individuals become aware of a knowledge gap between what they know and what they could potentially learn. So start asking why. Get open and curious Go after a new activity that feels engaging to you. If you've always wanted to learn how to play guitar, buy a cheap one and get on YouTube. If you feel like you haven't been moving enough, join a rec league and learn a new sport. Plan a trip to somewhere you've never been. Learn a new language. Learn about a new culture. Learn some history. Watch a documentary. Do a deep dive down a rabbit hole you've never been before. Explore literature, read an article, listen to a podcast about shit you've never thought about. Point is, seek out and embrace diversity. Challenge your preconceptions and stimulate creativity that way. I find myself constantly falling into autopilot mode. And the quickest way out of that for me is to almost force myself into the present moment. And the only way to do that is to challenge my body or my brain to get me back into my body or my brain. So if you can find something that challenges your body, your brain, or ideally both, you're in the money. Especially, I feel like, if you have any neurodivergencies or if you struggle with your mental health in general. Learning a YouTube dance is really great because it's challenging your brain and your body. You have to be fully present in both to get it down. 
If that's too physical, learning how to knit or crochet forces you to both be in your body and in your brain. If that's too physical, learning a new language forces you to be in your body and your brain. And the best part is, all of these hobbies feel productive. The suggestions I've given you are either free or really cheap, super engaging, proven to boost creativity, and they're also fully adaptable. You can pick and choose what works for your brain, your body, and your current schedule. By embracing new experiences, it will make going back to older experiences a lot more refreshing and rewarding because it'll be something you're familiar with, and that feels good, but it's also something you'll have had time to miss. But all of this can foster creativity. And when it comes to blue sky thinking, I feel like it comes down to a more mindful mind wandering. I know when I daydream, it is a complete nonsensical stream of consciousness, unrelated daydream, whether it be with memories or future plans or imaginary doomsday prep scenarios. (laughs) But when I find myself lost in the sauce of daydreaming, I try to revert into a more mindful mind wander because... My internal sense of focus and time and attention is valuable. It's important. And there's not a lot of it. So when I can be conscious about it and more deliberate with it, I can either become more present or at least more intentional with my thoughts. So if you're somebody who's always struggled with the concept of meditation, I find intentional mind wandering to be a great way to bridge the gap. If you can Schedule in five minutes of free time before you get out of bed every day, and instead of scrolling your phone, to allocate to mind-wandering. And truly, this works for all sorts of things, but if you worry a lot, give yourself five minutes of worry time so you can just worry freely and not feel guilty about it, and then it won't consume you for the full day. But right now, we're talking about creativity, so give yourself some creative, free-thought time. And of course, this won't work for everybody. Some of us have wildly chatty brains. Me, it's me. But I find when I do practice this stuff intentionally, I don't have as much mind chatter right before I'm falling asleep, which is what tends to keep me up at night. So scheduling in contemplative meditative time that isn't specifically meditation, but it's time to contemplate definitely has a time and place in my life, and I've used it in the past and will probably use it again in the future. But that's truly why I wanted to share the concept of blue sky thinking in the first place, because really being intentional and mindful with our creativity, with our thinking, with our emotions, with our savoring, with our experiences provides a fuck ton more joy in the moment, but it also encourages a more free-spirited, sense of well-being in general. And what this really reminded me is that we don't have to wait for creativity to strike. In fact, if we're willing to sit with it, we can blue sky think ourselves right into the mindset we're looking for. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye cutie. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.